You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Well, we're coming down the home stretch, so of course we have pregnancy updates for you all on the show today. That is right. Plus, my brother-in-law, Daniel Bryan, is back for another hilarious edition of Bella Brains. All right, here we go. Hi. 
Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. Well, more evidence that I have no idea the gender of my baby. Well, that means it's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, so today we are opening up with something that I feel my baby already is. But this drink is called Sweet and Sassy. So it's three ounces of white cranberry juice, one ounce of lemon juice, one ounce of raspberry syrup, and three raspberries. And yes, us Bellas put it in a martini glass. That's how you got to do it. Exactly. And why we picked this drink is because Nicole and I just got back from our doctor's appointment. Ooh, I was sweet. Well, my baby was sweet and Breeze was definitely sassy. No, (laughs) I have to say mine is sweet and sassy. But um, we actually were laughing. So we went to the doctor's today and I'm actually dilated at a two now. But we were laughing because my heart rate dropped. The baby's heart rate was 127. And I did have a cup of coffee last time when I went in, which probably was the heart rate was up. But then we looked at each other and we're like, okay, so am I having a boy? I'm so confused (laughs) with this baby because... There are moments I feel like you're having a boy and there's moments I feel like you're having a girl. And now I just don't even know what I feel anymore. I know. And so I've been having a lot of Braxton Hicks, a lot, a lot during the day and through the night. Just the stomach has been tightening a lot. So I'm like, gosh, am I like, is my body really starting to prepare for labor? And will I go in early? So who knows? Um, I do feed this baby well, so it might want to stay in forever the way Bird did. But it was just crazy because Nicole and I were looking at each other like, if we go full term, because I have a scheduled C-section for August 1st. I can't hold the baby longer than that. We only have two appointments left. That's true. So for my update with the doctor, uh, my cervix has softened even more. So I was very excited about that. I have not dilated yet, but I just told Brie, I just freaked out before we started recording because I was spotting like brownish red Uh, More brown, but I guess it's normal after you've had an exam to get that for 24 hours. So thank goodness that really got me worried. Um, I know, TMI. But I can't believe I've softened more and our little boy is getting lower and getting more into place. So literally as now, Bree and I do, unless we go into labor earlier, we do have two more doctor's appointments left. Yeah. That's so crazy, Brie. It's really crazy. Wow, that gets me really nervous. I know. You know, it happens so fast. I just think of how this year has kind of gone by fast. Even though, you know, we've been in a pandemic and all of that, it's kind of crazy to think like July's almost done, right? I I do agree. And I think because we're pregnant and maybe we count down weeks. But um, I want to ask you, like, what are you hoping for? So we had these two doctor's appointments left. And I know for you, if you get to those two doctor's appointments, that means you're headed into a C-section. Right. So what what would you, I mean, what is it that you really want? So unfortunately for myself, I do have to go in natural labor sooner than later. Um, I can't get too close to my due date because then I I can't have a VBAC. I mean, they'll check and see, but it's actually really dangerous. And I don't want it to be dangerous. (laughs) So um, I am definitely, I pray all day and night that the baby will come because I would love to be able to go in natural labor and be able to push this baby out. I would love a vaginal birth. You know, when I had Birdie, I, I told everyone my birth plan before was to have a natural birth and to, um, 
just vaginally deliver her. You know, that was my expectation. I did all the hypnobirthing classes. I meditated every night and every morning. I Everything I did was just textbook perfect to like, I'm going to go in there, no drugs, fill it all, and the baby's coming. But no, that's not what, you know, God intended. So Brittany came in, emergency C-section. So I was really disappointed. And you know that, Nicole. I do. I was super disappointed. And um, I definitely got over it because I looked at the bigger picture, you know, like my baby is alive and healthy. And I can't ask for more than that. But I'm trying not to put pressure on me this pregnancy because this is my last, this is my last shot, right? You know, I'm only having two kids. And I really do want a vaginal birth. I, I want to like push the baby out and then hold you it. Do. I I don't want to be cut open, which is fine if I am, but I'm not trying to like have high hopes because I don't want right. to be let down. Well, you know, it's funny when you said the word expectation and I want to dive um, deep into that um, a little later because I've been researching so much about that word expectation and actually the disappointments that word brings. But for me, I'm with you and I I feel exactly how you felt your first pregnancy. Like I want a vaginal birth so bad. I think, and Brie, because you've been through this and a lot of moms that are listening right now have been through this, but me going in, my expectation going into labor is I want what I see in the movies. Okay, I'm going to scream a little bit. Artem's going to hold my hand. I'm going to get sweaty, but then my baby's going to come out vaginally, and then it's going to be on my chest, and I'm going to cry, and I'm going to hold it, and then that's it. That's, like, what I want. I pray for every night. I'm trying to meditate it. Like, this is going to happen. But from you and, like, so many of my good friends, my cousins, I feel like that's so rare. Well, the movies definitely lie about how it all goes down because even when your water breaks, I feel like the movies make it like it's this huge thing when really it's just like a trinkle of water that goes down your leg. It's not even as big as like they show it in movies. Right. A lot of times when your water breaks, you get contractions. You have to count. You don't get rushed to the hospital like they show in movies. And granted, there are definitely times when people have to. But I kind of was like you where I just kind of thought like, when you have birth, you just do it vaginally. It's rare to have C-sections. But then when you do talk to your friends and your family members... I know more people have had C-sections. It's half and half. It is. And you try not to... like. I, I'm trying to stay so positive and be hopeful because I want to be that percentage that gets to have it vaginally. Because, you know, when I dream of my son and I meeting for the first time, I, I'm aware. I'm in a bed. <laughs> My arms aren't like pinned down to a surgery table because they've cut me open. I just have this visual of like what I truly want. And I just, I can't help but still, you know, feel like it's, it's going to happen. I mean, you've seen me on the past two appointments. I, like she'll tell me my cervix is often even more. And I'm like, Brie, that's great, right? Yeah. Right. That means like I'm opening up, like he's just going to shoot right out. Oh, it's, it's like, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, no, no, you're, that's normal. My but cervix softened and Birdie was still 10 days late. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's weird. I hear these things and I get so hopeful because it's like, all I want is just him to come out. And I just want to hold him immediately. Right. And, and I think too, like, cause I've had surgeries, like I don't want another surgery. Cause what's crazy is your first major surgery was your C-section. Right. And I've already been cut open a lot of times. And so I'm, I'm praying and hoping. Yeah. It's actually interesting because sometimes, you know, 
when you get pregnant and you're kind of hit that 20 week mark or even the 30 week mark, they tell you to start thinking about your birth plan and it becomes a big deal. Like really thinking about your birth plan and what you want. But sometimes you wonder if maybe you shouldn't have a birth plan and just let your body do what it wants to do. Well, that's what I want to dive into because, you know, being pregnant, I can't believe how many people have asked me that. What's your birth plan? And it was nothing I ever put a lot of thought into because I was like, well, I just, I want my son to come out I this way. I want to go to the hospital and push yeah, the baby out. <laughs> push the baby out and there he is, hold him, cry, learn some stuff and come home. Um... And I started to think a lot about that. And like when you brought up the word expectation, because I think especially Americans right now, we have this expectation of, okay, summertime, COVID is going to be done. This is what we kept hearing. COVID can't handle the heat. Um, the fall, we may get a second wave. Well, I think we're kind of feeling that now, even though oh, I don't know if sure. it, you know, it ever went away, but we're we're back in lockdown. And now we don't know what the fall's going to hold. As of now, schools probably won't go back into session. And I think, especially as Americans, we all had this expectation of life was going to be normal in July. And here we are in July and it's even worse. And it's hard not to get depressed, to get mentally down. And most importantly, disappointed. So when I think of like, you had the biggest preparation of your birthing plan and then think of the disappointment you felt when it didn't happen. Right. And I wanted to start to research that because anytime I start to feel a certain way, like depressed or stressed, and I'm not going to lie, like I'd be lying to say that the second wave and that it's worse and what's going on in the world doesn't get me a little depressed. Sometimes I have to like not go look on social media because I just don't want my baby feeling like what I'm feeling. But then I wanted to research and I wanted to know how do I handle this expectation and then being disappointed when it's not what we're told or what I thought it would be. And I have to say, I found so many interesting results from researching. Uh, There's this dot com called The Nerdy Creator. I definitely want to give him credit because I read his article about this of how to live a life without expectations and disappointment. And when I started to read it, I was like, oh my gosh, why do we ever have expectation (laughs) in our vocabulary, in our lives? And then it was crazy to me, like what we disguise expectations as. We disguise them as goals and visions and beliefs and assumptions and social norms. And when I was going through that, I'm like, oh my gosh, we do because we put these time limits on them or like, this is how it should be. And, you know, something that really hit me hard, and I think this is what we've heard a lot is the word should, that we should do something or something should happen. And that's an expectation. Right. And I think when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's true because we were told COVID should be done in July because of the heat you should have a birth plan because you practice it enough. This is how your labor is going to go. And then I just started going down on everything that I use the word should, because he said, notice how you start to use that word. And oh my gosh, when I started to notice that, think of how you like go back in time and think of every time you use the word should. I use should a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the disappointment that comes with it. Oh, for sure. And I found that so interesting. And, you know, he was also talking about, with expectations, we have to let go with wanting to be right. And I was kind of like, oh, I wonder what he means by that. So I kept reading and I was like, oh my gosh, here are other expectations. 
And some of you will find this funny who are married, but that we just have this expectation that our husband takes out the garbage. We have all these expectations, right, that get us disappointed when they don't do it, or we get upset, or we get frustrated. And they said, instead of always wanting to be right, of like, I just want to be right in the way of like, that they took the garbage out without, without me asking. Without me asking, right. <laughs> and we've all like, I mean, I remember the movie with Jennifer Aniston. Like, we all feel that way. Like, he should just do it. Like, I shouldn't ask him. But they said, you're just setting yourself up again for disappointment. So instead, just communicate. Can you just take out the garbage? Sure. They take out the garbage. Now everyone's happy. I feel like a therapist told me that one time. Yeah. I was like, I wish Brian would just do this. And they're like, well, did you make him a list? I'm like... No, I shouldn't have to make him a list. They're like, no, but then that's how you communicate. And I do make Brian actually list and Brian loves it. Brian loves to check it off. He likes to know what will make you happy. What can I do? Totally. And then that's what we started to do is I started to make him list of stuff I would love to get done this week. Can you like, can you please at some point get these things done this week? And It, it helps. And it's true. And that's why everyone always is like, you guys, communication is key. And even on stop wanting to be right, because it truly starts to help you let go of expectation. Right. And now you're letting go of disappointment, misery, depression, being down. Well, and that's what I really wanted for myself this pregnancy. Yeah is I didn't want to give myself expectations because I don't want to be let down. You don't want to be let down. And However it happens, want... you know it's God's plan. This exactly. is how it's going to go. And so I've been really trying to keep that headspace to even where I've been keeping my little pregnancy group small because I don't want anyone to put fill stuff up in my head to make me feel the pressure of doing things a certain way. So it's like, right. you know what? I'm just letting go of this pregnancy because I did put way too much pressure on myself last pregnancy. I agree. So another thing they said when I was doing this research was they said, have no expectations of others. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's pretty on point because we always hear it about your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your spouse, like don't have this expectation, but you shouldn't have it of anyone. And even strangers to the point, like you shouldn't expect people to be nice to you. And we have to remember that at the end of the day, we have no control over people. Right. So if I have this expectation that I want you to be a certain way, I have no control over who you are as a person, your actions, your voice. And I think when we could let that go, even, you know, for you, my twin or Art and my fiance or just a random stranger or right now in this world, (laughs) social media with leaders and celebrities and just random people and strangers, like I realize I need to have no expectation of anyone else because I can't control them. Right. And now I'm not going to be upset when I have my morning coffee and I do want to scroll on what's trending worldwide. I'm not going to let it affect me. I agree with that. So what you're saying is we need to end the rest of our year with zero expectations. Actually, we have to continue it on through the rest of our lives. Yes. And I just want to give a few other pointers because this is my thing is, we don't know how long this pandemic's going to happen. We you don't. and I don't know how our labors are going to be. And this was just research I truly needed mentally to stay a happy Nicole, a happy mommy, a happy fiance, right. sister, etc. And I was like, this is something I want to share with other people because I know that they're all going through it too. Right. And until I did, you know, research and really just journaled it out, I was like, wow, this is stuff that I really never dove deep. I never thought expectation was a bad word, pretty much. 
And, and it really is. Um, you know, another pointer they had, and I thought this goes so perfect because of the world is social media, but don't compare yourself with others. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I'm already saving photos of what my body should look like six months after a baby. You know, I did that with Birdie. And it's crazy because I have this in my head. I mean, I already told you, I'm like, okay, so do I have to wait to the eight-week mark to start like working out hardcore? Or do you think I could push it to six weeks? Because someone had asked me, like, how quick do you think you'll get your body back? I bet you'll get it quick. And I already started to like say in my head, okay, January 2021, Nicole, you better have your abs back. You better be this weight. You better be in this shape. Oh my gosh, the pressure. But it's true. And I I don't know if it's because, you know, we're in the public eye or we're former professional wrestlers or I did have abs or because so many women in the spotlight get their body back so quick. I'm like holding myself, you know, to this level that everyone's expecting it. So I better deliver it. Yeah, but you can't. I because I felt those pressures too. Yeah, especially because after I had Birdie, two months later, I had to go start filming Total Divas. So being around all you women who were wrestling and wearing your crop tops and in killer shape, it was mentally hard on me because right. I'm like, dang it, Brie, like you got to get back in there. But I was two months postpartum, and it was tough. And I'll never forget when you know we did the Birdie B shoot and getting into those clothes, and I was like, oh man. I just, I really, I wish I knew these things then because I really was hard on myself, which I think led me to a little bit of a postpartum because I, I, I just was tearing myself apart. I would look in the yeah. mirror and tear myself apart and I'm not doing it this time. No, you're not comparing because even in this article, you know, they were saying how everyone has their own unique strengths and everyone has their own weaknesses. And it's so true because I have fallen guilty of it, even just with Artem, because it's like... I feel like I've heard from so many people like, oh my gosh, my guy, he would look at me this way when I was pregnant. He'd rub my feet every morning and night. Um, I get a push gift. I get this gift. I got this baby moon. Um, I'd get these flowers. I get this. And I felt bad because I started to really expect a lot this pregnancy from Artem. So when I wasn't <laughs> getting it, I was kind of like, oh, I saw oh my, how you yeah. did. <laughs> um, the sex is the best. You get it and want it 24-7. Uh, that has not happened. But I feel bad because I started to just expect massages on the daily and right. I, I wouldn't get them and I wouldn't say anything, but I felt like then I'd kind of get grumpy or why wasn't I getting like flowers all the time? I'm carrying a son. And that's when I realized like, whoa, don't compare. We both are doing the best we can right now. And right. he does the cutest things for me. You know what I mean? Like, do I wish, I mean, maybe I could get a foot massage every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But do you ask? But then it goes back to communication, right? Right. You it's don't like, ask. You I just don't expect ask. it. I expect it and then I get disappointed and then it's like I get grumpy. I feel bad, but I already have the expectation of just, I can't wait to have passionate sex with Artem again. I dream about it. I have communicated though with him with that. I just said like, I can't wait for us to make love missionary style again and just be sweating and staring into each other's eyes like we used to just being so romantic and passionate. Cause I mean, you know, I don't remember the last time I had missionary sex. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it's funny how the roles reverse when the baby comes. Cause then he'll probably be ready and you're like, wait, 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 I'm not ready. And it takes a little bit because there's a lot of healing that has to go on. So don't expect it. 
I know. So but soon. And it's, I just crave it. I yearn for it yeah. from him. I just, I miss those intimate moments with my fiance. Like I really do. Like it's, it's a bond that you have. Do you know what I mean? And every woman listening goes, welcome to marriage. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just Honestly, kidding. Honestly, like, and not, it's not like that. It, it goes, but it is a roller coaster ride. You do go in stages because I, I will say this, kids are exhausting. And, um, you know, you, there's a lot of times I feel like parents are in survival modes and you're just right. trying to get through a day or a week. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like you guys act like where I'm like never going to have like great passionate sex ever again. No, you again. are. I just. Sex is very important to me. I know. It. It's important to me. It's important yeah. to Brian. I mean, it should be important to any relationship. Right. But I will say like before I was a mom, I thought like Brian and I both were like, okay having a kid is not going to interrupt anything. Like we both thought that. And we actually yeah. had really great sex when we were, when I was even pregnant with bird, but it knocked our boots off becoming parents. We oh. were like, Oh geez. I, I was talking to Brian the other day. He goes, I literally never drank coffee till birdie came into the picture. Yeah. And now I drink a <laughs> lot of caffeine. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And like for Brian, you know, like he's right. always so strict with everything. He's so disciplined. Um, even though he's taking out caffeine right now, but when he said that, I was like, oh gosh, Aram and I already drink a lot of caffeine. I mean, obviously myself, not right now, but when I wasn't pregnant, I'm like, oh great. Yeah. And Brian and I definitely had our moments. Like there was definitely times where it was like on fire and then definitely times where it was like, okay, it, maybe there was sleep regression going on or something that made you all of a sudden like just worry about getting bird back on a sleeping schedule or you know what I mean? It just, that's life. No, it is. I'm going to cram these next two weeks of like um, videos and learning things because I, I'll admit, I hired a doula who was going to start to come four hours every day for about six weeks right after the baby was born to teach me breastfeeding, to teach me just things about being a mom, certain cries. And I was really excited. I was like, this is a great investment um, because I'm a hands-on learner. And so I was like, this is great. Now with COVID bad again, I mean, you and I both were talking, I, as of now, I don't think I'm going to have this person come. I'm waiting to hear if they'll do a certain quarantine, but they have a family. And it's like, then I'm taking them away from their family. So right now, pretty much I'm not going to have it. And I was telling Artem, I go, Artem, it's you and I. <laughs> Yeah. You and I, we got to start watching these videos. And I, and I all oh man, I was so down about it because I was like, oh, what else is going to be taken away from me? You know, but I mean, I have a healthy baby in my tummy and I have my health and I have all my family members. Yeah, my mom survived brain surgery. For. So I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, but there's a few more pointers I want to talk about okay. before we wrap up. Because um, this one I thought was really amazing from um, Nerdy Creator, it said to be open to changes and possibilities. And goodness, for where we're at right now, you and I going into labor, not knowing the birth plan that's going to be handed to us, dealing with COVID-19, an election year, so many things. I think we all need to be open to changes and possibilities. We all need to let go of expectation because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what the rest of the summer is going to bring or even the fall. Right. We all might be homeschooling kids in the fall. We all may be back to work. We just don't know what's going to happen. 
And I can't stress enough that we do have to be open to this because just for our mental health alone, right? we have to be open that we all might be inside till 2021, you know? So I just really, I thought that was just so amazing. And that just because we don't have expectations, it doesn't mean that we don't have standards. And I just thought that was like actually really powerful. I do too. And I think there is a difference between expectations and having dreams but I, I think what it is, is when you have a goal, just not putting the pressure on because you don't want the disappointment to come if you don't hit your goal. And also, too, you know, just talking about COVID and everything going on, just seeing two more people losing their jobs. Nicole and I always talk about Nicole Lappin, but she's lately been putting up more posts um, if you go to her Instagram about trying to find jobs. So if you're listening and you're someone who lost your job, because we're surrounded by people who've lost their jobs and are having such a hard time finding their way. But if you head to her Instagram, she put up more things about where you can find jobs because I do know it's stressful times and it is really, really hard right now. So it is. And it honestly, plans, they don't always happen as planned, <laughs> right? you know, and so we just have to adapt. So I'm just going to end it on this with this whole talk of expectations, but don't let other people's expectations of you become your expectations and amen to that. I know I touched on that earlier, but that is so true. Do not. Which we see a lot happen on social media. You listen to comments or what people think they see and it makes you start thinking that's who you are. So, you know, when this baby comes, I'm going to take it day by day and People may have a certain expectation of my body bouncing back or me being a certain mom. And you know what? I'm not going to let anyone have that over me. I'm just going to take whatever it is my path is and that's what I'm going to do. And I think that's great. And I think that is a great way to come into motherhood and to kind of come to the end of this pregnancy. And I also think it's a great way to kind of think about how to end this year You know, it's crazy how summer is pretty much halfway done. I can't even believe that. But like everyone, we've all gotten news that kids might not go back to school this fall. People might not go back to work. So I think it is good to go with zero expectations so we don't keep on getting disappointed. I agree. No more disappointments. None. Whatever happens, happens. We embrace it as we go. Right. And because the internet and social media and all that are such great platforms. Just do your research, go out there and look and see what it is you need in your life right now. You know, if it is a job or if it's meditation or inspiration or whatever it may be, it's there. You just got to look. Just how Nicole woke up this morning and needed something to refuel her soul. She did research and she found this whole thing. And so that's what we kind of want to tell all of you. Just Research whatever it is you feel like you need to refuel your soul. I agree. And if, you know, at that point when you still aren't finding what you need and you're just getting more down, reach out to people. There are so many different apps, hotlines, but don't ever let yourself suffer alone. Don't don't get too deep into a dark hole. Just reach out and talk to people. That's right. Because if there's anything you've ever learned from the Bellas is that there's two of us and we've always needed each other. So 
Well, you know, Bree, speaking of learning, Uh-oh. I think we actually have to learn with your husband right now. Oh, goodness. This brain isn't working. Well, you better get it to work because up next is Bella Brains. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses, so if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be a bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. 
everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations, Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. All right, you guys, your favorite game show is back. Let's give it up for your Bella Brains host, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Brie. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. That's right. And we're keeping track who wins each week. And the first person to five wins a donation to their favorite charity paid for by the loser. And currently the score is zero to zero. That's right. So who's going to win this first round? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right. Who's leaving the room first? I'll go leave. Well, no, I mean, I'll go leave. I will leave the room first. I think I like I'll go leave better. I'll go leave. Make sure to shut the door. You have to make you're proud of your wife for just smoking Nicole so far this year in Bella Brains. Yeah, and I don't want to say this around her, but I wonder if you kind of have an advantage because you're around me a lot and the questions are like very much things that I know and talk about. So are you saying I'm becoming more intelligent being your wife? Yes. <laughs> I actually agree with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. For this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about nature. Ooh. Yeah. It should be actually really fun. Okay. First question. What's the natural force that powers sailboats? Wind. Ding, 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 ding. Question number two. What's the center of a hurricane called? The eye. Ding, 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 ding. Question number three. What are a cumulus and nimbus types of? Oh, geez. What? <laughs> cumulus and nimbus are types of what? All right. We're talking about nature. Mm-hmm. Plant chromosomes. No. <laughs> it just sounded so smart. Smo- sounded so smart. <laughs> sounded so smart. If it were even close to right, I would have been so impressed. <laughs> Nimbuses? What's the word? 
Cumulus and nimbus are types of what? I feel like I know this. You should. They're types of bacteria found in nature. <clears throat> Another answer that sounded really smart, yeah. if it would have been right. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so I have one more guess. One more guess. Last guess. <sighs> Dang it. I feel like like I can see a chart of it or something. <sighs> Do I get a hint? No. Okay. Is it part of the plant stem? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what the is it? Cumulus and nimbus are types of clouds. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. Because yeah. you remember in science, you'd have to make clouds? Uh-huh. That's where I heard it from. Well, I mean, yeah, we learned all of these things in school. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, in all fairness, I'm almost 37. School was a long time ago. Right, but we see clouds every day. I know, but, you know. (laughs) But two out of three is not bad. It's not bad. Two out of three. Okay, let me go get Nicole. Okay, Nicole, are you ready? I'm ready. For this week's Bell of Brains, we're talking about nature. Ooh. It should be a good one. Okay, question number one. What's the natural force that powers sailboats? Wind. Ding, 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 ding. Question number two. What's the center of a hurricane called? The eye. Ding, 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 ding. Question number three. Cumulus and nimbus are types of what? Oh, boy. Viruses? What was the question again? Cumulus and nimbus are types of what? Um, shoot. They are types of hurricanes. <clears throat> One more guess. Dang it. I've heard of it. and I'm tr- Cumulus I've heard of, and I'm trying to think of where did I hear of it. Yeah, right. I know, honest. Shoot. Okay, one more. Um, I'm going to go with, um, brush fire. They're types of brush fires. That's what she said, Brian. (laughs) That is what she said. (laughs) Uh, I think I am thinking of something else. Cumulus and Nimbus are types of clouds. Oh, dang. Shoot. You got it, Brie? Remember science class? No, I, that's why I remember. No, I didn't get it. She didn't get it either. Thank goodness. But, but I was way closer. I'm not sure you were any closer. <laughs> I was thinking of tragedies all of a sudden. Mm, that's 2020. It's a yeah. tragedy type of year. Right. Okay. So now is it a tiebreaker? Yep, it's a tiebreaker. Great. You're so much better at these than me. <laughs> I yell whatever's on my mind. Okay. How many... Tentacles. Does eight. A, a squid have. Ten. No, eight. <laughs> Twelve. Eight. Octopus has eight. A squid has. A squid has twelve. I actually don't know. I was gonna say octopus, oh. and then Nicole jumped the gun. Yeah. <laughs> That's cheating. You know that, right? It's not cheating. You always go so fast, and, and I knew winner, he was gonna say octopus. And the winner of this round of Bella Brains is Nicole. Yeah! 
<laughs> you said how many tentacles and you didn't even finish. Well, because you answered the question. I knew he was going to say octopus. And yeah, and I. That's how that goes. You go always so fast. <laughs> Please, everyone, go to social media and tell me that Nikki cheated. How did I cheat when I didn't know the question? She didn't know the question. It was going to be octopus. Yes. Haha. <laughs> I did what you do. Whatever. I'm over <laughs> All right. it. That brings the current score to one to zero. Nicole finally in the lead. Finally in the lead. All right. Join us again next week for another edition of Bella, Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Thank you, Brian, for hosting Bella Brains. And now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. This week's question is from at Meet Me Out Back. They write, for Nikki, what is the biggest surprise about pregnancy for you? And for you both, what's the best thing you have experienced together during pregnancy? Hashtag Bella's podcast. Oh, okay. So for me, the biggest surprise about pregnancy, goodness, there's quite a few things. One, I will definitely say the body changes. I mean, I know they happen, but when they happen to you and you're not used to it, um, that was definitely a surprise. Uh, just 
certain places that have become very wide and soft and bigger, um, places that have become very swollen, and then just like feelings you get inside. I know people have talked about you're going to miss the day you don't have your baby bump and when you don't feel the baby kick. But I just, I always get surprised at like every time my baby moves or kicks, like the smile that's on my face, even when it's two in the morning or 3.30, it's the greatest feeling ever. I didn't realize it would feel this great. Right. And that was really surprising to me. And you're going to miss it too. It's going to be crazy because in a couple months you're going to sit there and you're like, oh, I wish I could feel that kicking in the stomach. I I bet. Now, I'm very surprised about how uncomfortable you are at the end. I mean, just to sit, to tie a shoe... I mean, when I shave my legs, I have to like, I'm sitting on the floor. The constant peeing. Oh, (laughs) that was all very shocking. It is still very shocking. Well, (laughs) I know it's only going to get worse. I don't even know how. Yeah, but you're almost at the end. (laughs) That's true. But gosh, Nicole, what's the best thing that we've experienced together during this pregnancy? Honestly, I would just say that pandemic hit and we were pregnant together because I don't know if I could do it by myself. Right. Um, And it would have been hard on me to have sat there and watched you drink really good wine. Wine and do like cannonballs in my pool. Yeah. I agree. It would have been tough if it was vice versa. So I have to say the, the best thing we've experienced together during pregnancy is being together. Right. Being pregnant together. During this Crazy, yeah. crazy time. We compare and contrast of what each other are feeling. And plus for me, I'm lucky because Bree's like my doc. It's yeah. like I got a doctor in the house. She's really helped me so much. I couldn't imagine doing it on my own, to tell you the truth. Right. And I think, too, it's been nice because, you know, like everyone, we all get stir crazy and have really down days. But you and I have opposite down days. You know, who's ever down, the other totally. brings up. It's even and, like our sleep. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Like right after this, I'm going to have Brie go into my nursery and help me out. No, no, no. I'm taking a nap. Dang it. I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to take a nap. Then I'll wake up and help you. You better. I will. I need help. But nap time first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Abano, for your question. That is it for this week's Bella Army Q&A. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And remember, be aware of your expectations. Don't let them disappoint you. That's right. And tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And make sure to follow at the Bellas Podcast on Instagram to keep the conversation going after the show. And special thanks to my hubby Brian for being a great Bella Brains host. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See See you you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, 
ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.